All right, what is up, people? Welcome back to the Fantastic Duo Show. How are you guys doing today? Oh my god, I know it's been a while since I've been on. I took a little vacation. I apologize for taking a vacation. I should have never done such a thing. Just kidding. I needed it. And I know you guys said I better leave and take a vacation. But listen, I'm so happy to have you guys here. Fire Girl, what's up? Official, everyone. Wow, look at you guys. You guys are resubscribing 10 months. You guys has you guys have been with me for 10 long months. I don't know what what has gotten into you guys and why you guys continue to come back. But thank you. I appreciate that. So round of applause for all of you out there but listen we got a really cool show we got a really cool show today um i'm super pumped to uh bring someone that uh i have been following for a while somebody that um by the way yes this is my balloon in the background if you guys are watching it my birthday balloon is still hanging on my chair <laughs> from the 23rd but um i want to bring someone into into the show who uh not only I admire his work and his like everything that he's done in the industry, he's a big Power Ranger fan. So if you guys can put some emotes together in the uh, in the chat room here for him, for my boy, the one and only Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. Give me one second. Let me bring you in here. Oh, there he is. Look at him in, in all his in all his glory. He looks. You look amazing, bro. You look amazing. How are Thanks, you, Brandon? Man. I'm. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing excellent, man. I'm so happy that you were uh, able to come to the show. Listen, guys, I don't know if you don't know if you know this. Brandon's a busy man. <laughs> Brandon Damn. is uh, not only he does, you know, like the rest of us hold a nine to five doing his thing to support himself and everything that he's doing. But Mr. Brandon Benfield uh, has a studio production company, Studio 43. Am I right or wrong here? You're right. Yep. Uh, Studio 43 Production and Design. Uh, that's what I'm. That's my the name of my company. And by the way, we all need a vacation, man. I just recently took a couple weeks myself to just kind of sit back, relax, you know, take some time with the wife and just watch TV and just you know took a whole Easter weekend to just do literally nothing. I slept in until noon. I enjoyed oh. the rest. I needed it, so I'm feeling refreshed and I'm glad to be here. Man, I'm so glad that. Uh... That you told me that because now i don't feel such so bad i actually went down to uh to north carolina i was down there man uh it's it's a totally different world down there you know yeah. totally different world um people are way more relaxed people chill people are actually you know what brandon it sounds like people are actually having a good time and enjoying their lives down there you know yeah i'd, I I'd agree and, and i'm in i'm in indianapolis and uh, I, I feel like we've been pretty relaxed here. Obviously, North Carolina's a little different. You got, you know, some water there. You got, uh, I've always wanted to see the visit there. And so it sounds like you had a relaxing time. But yeah, it, people, I mean, you know, I'm originally from Michigan and I know things are really rough up there right now um, with the virus and everything, a lot of different strands going around. But uh, yeah, here where uh, cases are low and uh, we've just been kind of set at ease. Um, not to upset anybody, but the mask mandate went away today, which is, it's nice. I'll still probably be safe, you know, like uh, you know, as much as I can, you know. But uh, you know, it's where I'm where I'm at right now. It's it's you know I'm north of Indianapolis, so it's a little bit more country, so we can be a little bit more free and outside. So, yeah. 
Wow, I had no idea. By the way, uh, I know that you're following along as well on the chat. So as you can see, I don't know if you can see it, but official chance, he's from Michigan himself. I know Sweet Chaos is is also from Michigan. So um, we got some fellow Michi Michigan. Wait, how how would I call you guys? What, what uh, you guys yeah, call? Michiganders is what they say. Michiganders. So, there we go. Yeah, Michiganders. So I'm I'm originally from Battle Creek. I don't know if you guys are from around there, but uh, that's where I hail from. I, Born in Kalamazoo, like right there on Gold Oh, Road. wow. Right, right between Kalamazoo and Battle Creek. So, you know, people go to Borges Hospital and get born. So, <laughs> that's where I'm technically from. So, funny story. I actually went uh, to Chicago to visit my cousin because that's, that's where he lives. And uh, we took off and went across into Kalamazoo because we wanted to visit. And nothing was around. Nobody was around. We drove into yeah. the city. I saw one person walk into the street say hello and disappear i was like what is going on right now is that normal in kalamazoo i mean you know in the actual kalamazoo area you've got western michigan university and you've got um just kind of like downtown kalamazoo i feel like that's not normal um <laughs> a lot, but if you want to like go shopping and such you know you go over to portage area um but which is like kind of like kalamazoo sister you know what i mean so um yeah that seems a little bit weird to me but it might have been in like a just like i don't know like an off street or something so yeah 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 that's what i figured i was like uh i don't know like let me visit the birthplace of uh wasn't Derek jeter born in kalamazoo michigan or did he go um, to school to kalamazoo michigan so i'm a i'm horrible the only reason i would know that he had associations with kalamazoo funny stories because i used to work at the mongolian barbecue over there on west Nation portage and he was on the mural with like celebrities from kalamazoo or been a part of kalamazoo so like tim allen was on it and there's like a bunch of nice other people, but he was there too so yeah i know he's got something uh to do with michigan oh very nice uh they're saying that the only state where you can go from hell to paradise in seven hours that's true we do have a hell michigan i wasn't sure about paradise michigan but yeah hell michigan we definitely have um that's that's a big joke there you know like go to hell well i guess i could it's up yeah that's oh my god i didn't even know that <laughs> yeah. that is so cool though um jersey is hell brandon so you know <laughs> i have i have been to red bank once um to see the secret stash back when I was in, more into Kevin Smith than I am now, but I really like the store. Um, seemed like a decent area, but you know, I've, I've heard that from people, um, big, how I met your mother fan. So I know they used to talk a lot of smack about Jersey on there. Yeah. Yeah. Big time, <laughs> big time. So, uh, Brandon, let's get into the nitty gritty, man. Um, first of all, we're huge Power Ranger fans here on the show. We have yeah. this show here, the fantastic duo show Friday nights. We do and produce a show called, um, into the morphing grid. Uh, which plays along well with uh, Dino Fury because now they link to the Morphin Grid when they're about to morph, yeah. which is a great play of words there. Um, I'd like to know personally, uh, how did you uh, get into the business uh, and and start your company? Like, where did it all where did this all come from? Well. Like you said, you guys are all Power Rangers fans here. I'm a massive Power Rangers fan. You know, when I was a kid. Um, <clears throat> Power Rangers came on, I think maybe like at 3.30. And uh, so like when I was a kid, like we, my school literally, like say if my school was here, my, my or my, if my house was here, my elementary school is right here, like just back like to the, like to the like left of my school, right? 
So, but the school bus went all the way around town and then came back to my house to take me home. So it would take 45 minutes for me to get home. So I would miss Power Rangers essentially every afternoon. Oh. So, but I didn't even know about Power Rangers, but my mom recorded a show called Power Rangers thinking I might be interested in it. So she recorded, and it was weird too, because the first episode that aired in my town was not Day of the Dumpster. It was the episode with the pineapple uh, monster. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. With Sylvie, and you know, that was, so that was the first Power Rangers episode I ever saw because it was the first episode. That, they played it out of, air, out, of uh, out of order on accident. Now, the next day was Day of the Dumpster, and it went on from there, but so like I immediately fell in love. If it wasn't for my mom recording it, I wouldn't even know what Power Rangers was because I would never got home in time to watch it. So, wow. I mean, from there, like I loved Power Rangers, like all even through high school. I mean, uh, my, <laughs> one of my youth leaders and one of my youth uh, things that I had, he would, uh, he'd make fun of me because I had a white ranger on my Nextel walkie talkie phone uh, background. So. I just, you know, it's something I always loved, and you know, so um, I guess to, to to get into what I was to how I started my business, you got to know the story of why I'm here as opposed to Michigan. So, um, when I was in high school, I really wanted to be a music pastor, like that was like my dream. I know it's kind of weird, but I was really involved in youth group as a high school student, and so like that was just my thing. Um, you know, I sang for five years in church, and I really wanted wow. to make a career out of it. So when it came around to 11th and 12th grade at my school, my high school, you got the option to go to what was called the Calvin Area Technology Center, which is like a vocational school. It's now called the Calvin Area Career Center. So I was like, eh, I don't know. I guess I'll go and check this out because it's like a day off of school. I mean, I still want to do the music passion thing, but if we're thinking about careers right now, that's, I mean, that's what I want to do. But for fun, just to slough off, I'll just go and check it out. Well, uh, my, the, I think the first one that I went to was either um, electronics or networking. I can't remember what it was, but the afternoon course that we got to check out was graphic design. And so I was like, oh, this is really neat. And, and they kind of told us what we were doing like with software, and I didn't really understand it at first, but then they were like, yeah, we make T-shirts. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like they had like a screen printing thing where like, you know, you, you learn how to make the vector graphics and, and you got to do screen printing like at the, in the classroom. And I'm like... Nice. Wow, that actually sounds really fun. So I, I had like a debate in my head because I was in choir and you could either do choir or you could do tech center. You couldn't do both. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I need a backup plan. I, I still want to do the music pastor thing, but I, I think I'm going to do graphic design. And so they said that you get 20 credits out of college or 20 college credits just for doing that. And I'm like, yeah, that's a no brainer. So I did it. And then I kind of just kept going with it. The music pastor thing didn't end up working out. Um, so I went with my plan B, if you will. Um, so I stuck with that. Uh, I continued on with my associate's degree in graphic design, um, you know, kind of just try to figure out life with that. And then, um, for like the next, you know, five years or so, I tried to find a career in my hometown. Well, there's not really a lot of design opportunities, um, you know, in Battle Creek where I'm from, it's all car parts, cereal factories. There's right. not a lot of lot of room for artists. I mean, if you want to be a teacher, you got to go for your certifications and stuff. But really, there's just not the, – the economy up there isn't meant for a graphic designer. So I knew that I would have to leave. And so it ended up being I was working at OfficeMax at the time. I had met a guy just randomly through a, a coworker. Um, we had linked back up in 2012, and he said, hey, man, I've got a, I've got a um, seven-month 
temporary position that I would love for you to come work with. And I'm looking for a roommate. So why don't you come on down? We'll get you the seven months. Then maybe you can get on your feet and you know see where that goes. So I did it. I moved here um, in July of 2012. I met my wife in November 2012. Um, that's when we started dating. And then when that temporary position ended, I ended up working at Yellow Pages and doing web design. And then from there, just kind of went on. But Yellow Pages. Like yeah, Yellow Pages. So, wow. Yeah. So Yellow Pages at that time, like they, um, they had like this offshoot, like, um, business where they had a can, uh, Canadian unit where they actually outsourced back to the U.S. of having us make websites for local businesses in Canada. So I did that for three years, and then they re-outsourced to India because they realized they could pay them a third of what they pay us here in America. So, you know, things happened. I worked for other companies, but um, I, I kind of was doing a lot on my own at that time as well. And so, you know, just freelance work here and there. But at the, at this time, you know, comic cons were starting to be a big thing. They weren't yes. just like special for nerds. Everybody that was into pop culture was going to these things. So, you know, in 2012, I did my first VIP event. It was with JDF in Cincinnati. Nice. You know, I think a lot of I think I feel like a lot of people who meet Power Rangers at conventions always either start with JDF or somebody from Mighty Morphin. You know, Steve 100%. was one of my first ones. Yeah. So I basically was like, man, these guys are really cool. Like, you know, I see a lot of people like volunteering and doing things. You know, I've got an idea. I've said, you know. So I started kind of thinking about ideas of how I could maybe start working with these guys. So like, these guys are great and awesome, and they're my heroes from when I was a kid. I had this idea, um, like, you know, there's like those vanity shirts you'll see like at Target, right? Or like Walmart, and they're like, you know, what What if like, uh, like, well, like for Breaking Bad, they have like the Los yes. Palos Amigos shirt. Yes. So I had an idea for Walter. I came, I had like this cool idea, or Zachary Taylor School for Hip Hop Keto. So it was like this like logo that I came up with, like with a stereo, like inside of a yin yang. And like, I had like a fighter on one side and a dancer. And on the bottom, I had like his catchphrase from one of the episodes that was like, you know, whatever, something and funky music, positive attitude, whatever the saying was. Yeah. So I made that shirt. I, I said, hey man, I got this idea. I met him at a con and I said, let's do this. Like, you know, what do you think? And he, he actually gave me a call two days later and he said, I love the idea, let's do it, man. So at that time, um, he was like, well, I'm, I'm starting to do a lot more of these conventions and I need, you know, social media promos, you know, would you be interested in helping me like get the advertisement out there? He's like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I, I would love to help. And then it was just around the corner that Austin St. John was getting back to the military. I had gotten connected with his publicist and his agent and they wanted me to help out with like the flyers and stuff too. And so it kind of just snowballed from there. And then it was David Yost and Captain Sutherland and Karen Ashley and then Justin Nemo and like all these other people. So in doing all that i met mikey from ranger stop at lexington 2015 and um he said hey man i'm you know i i, I said you know I, i'm a graphic artist do you need any help with your convention or any like graphic nice. art or anything like that he said yeah you know i, I the guy I've been, I've been using i haven't really been able to communicate with so when i so basically i took over for the guy stuff in 2015 i managed that website and was doing the guest flyers and stuff. And then it evolved into me and recreating the website and everything. And so um, I've been with Ranger Stop ever since 2015. Well, in our last, the right before COVID, we had Ranger Stop 7, um, we were thinking of ways to how to make the show bigger. Like what, what can we do to make this more unique? You know, and obviously out of that, they had Ranger Stop and Pop. That was one way to, to make it bigger. But for Ranger Stop, how can we make this its big thing? And so, that's when I came up with an idea of, um, you know, coming up with like this like program to bring over um, international guests. 
So I, we kind of started mm-hmm. brainstorming, like, okay, who do we want? And um, we brought, oh, we ended up bringing over eight international guests that year because, you know, with Comic Con, it's always just one guy. I mean, yes. it's, 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 you know, they're the ones that are taking care of it. You know, he had a whole team of us that were kind of like focused on just international people and then figuring out ways to bring these guys over. And it ended up, we were just blessed with so many people like pitching into kind of like get these guys here. So, um, one of the guys that I worked with was John Tui. Um, John Tui, who played SPD Shadow yep. and Solaris Knight on Mystic Force. Um, John is such a personable guy that he he doesn't really like to text. He'll text here and there, but he doesn't like phone calls. He doesn't text. He likes to video chat with you. So, you know, he had, he had gone on to do things like The Hobbit and Star Wars and, and, and Fast and the Furious and all this other stuff. I was actually really surprised that he he even took my answered my message on Instagram, but we started talking on Instagram a little bit more, and then came the video chats, and that's where he and I just really bonded. And he's like, you know, you're really good at what you're doing. I'd like you to be my. He he, he always says to me, I want you to be my guy in the states. Is what he kind of said to me at first. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, I'd like you, you know, if you have any more events like this, I'd like for you to represent me. And I said. Well, I've never thought about doing that before, but I've worked with a lot of agents and everything. I, I don't see why it would be that hard. So it kind of like, yeah, that's kind of where it gave me the motivation to, because I was already kind of, I already had like the name Studio 43 in the back of my mind for my design company. Why not make it a booking thing too, to where it's production and design, the production part, the booking aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. So um, when COVID hit was when I was actually really able to do this because, um, Although the conventions were shut down, the stores it was it was really easy to kind of get these guys in and be able to um, you know sign at your local conference. Correct. Like social yes. distance, wear yes. masks, all that stuff. So it's like it really just it made it kind of easy. And I started you know communicating like Will Schufeld and Brenda Mejia. They were the two guys I had, had gotten to know and started doing this with. But then Rory Travis, the Red Beast Warps Ranger, he was the one I really wanted to go after because he just seemed like a really cool guy. You know, obviously he's an actor, so I mean, you know, I know yes. Devin's obviously not the real guy, but like, you know, when you when you watch an actor, you can kind of get a little bit of their personality and think, man, that guy seems really cool. I don't know about that guy. Rory, for me, I just felt this kind of connection. I was like, I don't know what it is about this guy, but he just seems really down to earth, really professional. And thank God my my presumptions of him were correct and more. Um, he, I just reached out to him again on Instagram and said, Hey man, I'd, I'd love to represent you for some shows. And he said, absolutely. Let's do it. We had a phone conversation and jazz Bedwalia ended up having to be, or he ended up being with him at the time, which is funny because jazz lives in Reno and Rory lives in South yes. Carolina too far away from each other, but they just happened to be together at the same time. So I talked to them both at the same time and we made something happen and it just like, it just might, my, my business grew from that. So, I mean, yeah, so now I'm I'm kind of I'm representing and I'm helping out probably a good twenty five to thirty range. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, domestic and overseas. So yeah, it's it's been a ride, man. So I guess the ultimate question, like, how'd you do this? Like, I, I live my life by two mottos, and that's you miss a hundred percent of the chances you don't take, and the worst they can say is no. And that's Agreed. that's not me BSing you, man. I know that's like very cliche, but it's worked for me. So. Well, I just, I just finished writing on the chat that your story sounds a lot like mine, right? So obviously, um, so everybody knows this, but just to um, kind of like reiterate and throw it at you, uh, before COVID, I had two um, back-to-back uh, television shows I was going to produce. I had two uh, reality TV shows set. My production company was ready. You know, we were about to sign the two contracts and boom, 
uh COVID hits right so everything goes goes down the drain um obviously I have a background with audio and audio engineering I've also done podcasting in the past and I was already doing podcasts for the Real Housewives of New Jersey so I was like you know what yeah so I was like you know what um why don't I just hit up you know randomly hit up any of these guys to see if they want to share their stories online people want to listen especially during a pandemic why couldn't we uh and I hit up um the first person I hit up was Steve and I hit up Steve uh more or less like uh i'm a collector of the lightning figures yeah so you know yeah yeah so i was kind of like you know what um oh my god yes yes nice a little bit of a mess right now but yeah it's it's, i've got the helmets i've got i I do helmets and lightning so uh who do do you get your helmets from Uh, a few people uh i've got a guy locally who actually is really good at making them um brian nito's his name but then i do a lot from legendary props so Oh, yeah. I might have to hit you up, man. I need some like real helmets that I could wear and just go out into the street with. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, um, so I hit him up for, I know, you know, I was like, you know what? It's a tough time. He can do shows. So he was selling signed uh, yeah. Zeo Rangers. And I was like, oh, I want one. Like, I I, I need one. So uh, luckily, he um, he signed it, whatever. And I hit him up. I was like, hey, man, um, we should get together because I believe like you have you did over 100 episodes of Power Rangers. So much for you to talk about behind the scenes and everything. And I think we should uh, really like cut it up. He already had an idea or podcast, uh, which was this, the Fantastic Duo Show, which he was going to do with um, uh, with someone else. And he was just like, ah, you know, um, let's let's do it because i have no idea how to even do this and you i'm looking at your work and you know exactly what you're doing and you know well uh the show will be a year old in may but exactly what you said if i didn't take that shot and ask and put myself out there i would have never not you know even gotten this far because of him and his roller decks i was able to meet everyone you know i'm sitting down with jason font JDF, everyone, uh, Catherine, Nakia, everyone, everyone, everyone does it that he knows. Um, I was a child. I was just sitting there, you know, just sitting here and and reliving my 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 childhood through all these people that were sitting down with us and just like, wow, this is amazing. So um, a year ago today, God only knows what I was thinking and doing. And I'm so glad that I took that shot. And this is where the show has gone because we've built a family here. With everyone yeah. that watches, everyone that listens, everyone who downloads the podcast, um, we've built something big, you know? Yeah. And honestly, without Steve and, and all that stuff, I would have not met you because he mentioned you. He was like, hey, listen, talk to my boy Brandon. He has uh, people that, he, you know, you could probably bring on as guests, but get him on because he, you know, he's a good person. He's a good dude. And I was like, I'm going to reach out, you know, yeah. and luckily you and I. So that's why I say, yeah, I 100% agree with you. With the whole, uh, you know, you don't, if you don't take any shots, you don't know what's going on. And secondly, like our, our stories are, are really parallel, like with everything you've done with your business and whatnot. I do have a question. Studio 43, where did that come from? The name. So I was going to say, before I get to that, it's funny because Steve and I are your great friends. Um, I think, (laughs) I think I'm remembering back now. I, I think I remember the other person that was hosted that he was thinking about doing this as well because i remember doing a concept logo for your show before you were even in it i think so that's that's funny thing how things come full circle because i remember doing that 
Um, it was it was like probably two years ago, so I could be wrong, but like I think it I was. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is actually a really funny story. Um, <laughs> so. I want to say between the ages of 12 and 14. This was back when AOL Instant Messenger was big. I'm 34 now, so it's been about 20, 22 years. You're a young like buck, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's, it's hard to even imagine because, like, you know, in your head, I feel like in your head, you're an age. And, like, you don't move from that age. Like, in my head, I'm 23. But it's like, wait a minute. No, I'm 34. This is insane. Like, how am I already this? I know. Age? And I know people are like, well, whatever, man, I'm 45 and you don't know anything yet, you know? And I, right. I can agree to that because when I was 23, I didn't know anything. You know, like they're saying, the Liquid Lady is too strong. Nobody likes you when you're 23. So, but no, um, when I was, uh, when I was like 12 to 13, 14, something like that, when AOS the Messenger was big. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Aim. I, yeah. <laughs> so I was a, I was a huge, I mean, my teens, dude, my teen fanatic thing was Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Those were my jams, dude. Like, I was obsessed. And so I, <laughs> I they came on Channel 43. Yes. So I, I literally made a screen name that says Angel Buff 43. Wow. That did not go over like I thought it would in chat rooms. They all thought I was a girl. And so that was just kind of like something really funny. But I always, I always have like the number forty three like in my passwords. I always kept it like it was always just it became my favorite number like for no reason whatsoever, just because I I love that number. And um, so I, I, it stuck with me. Like I just was like, you know what? I I was trying different things with it. I was like forty three apparel. Like you know, I'd make little things like you know just like little graphics with it. And just so I'm like, you know what? Why don't I make it? Why don't I just like I want to do my own design studio? Why don't I just call it Studio Forty Three? You mm. know, so that's kind of what it's evolved into. So I mean, you know, I put the production and design there. Obviously, you know, it says you know, obviously for booking and and, and graphic design and such. But also, there are actually a lot of Studio Forty Threes out there. I know there's like a hair salon called Studio Forty Three. So I had to make it my own at the same time. So, but that's that's where it originated. Yeah. Nice. By the way, the person that we were talking about, and you guys know because we've had him plenty of times on the show, is the one and only Brad Hawkins. Okay, okay, I'm right then. Yep, Brad Hawkins. That's what I thought. Brad Hawkins, Mr. Ryan Steele, was supposed yes. to be who played the uh, the lead on VR Troopers and also played the voice of the Gold Ranger when the Gold Ranger first came out. Also yes. played um, the original White Ranger before JDF yep. got brought back uh, and Saban was getting death threats <laughs> for yep. not for taking away JDF. So, um, yeah. so yeah, you so know, Brad thought- Hawkins. I thought he was an amazing Gold Ranger. Like when he first came on the scene, and it was just like, you know, like his Brad Hawkins voice and just jumped. That was amazing. I love. I know. That. And by the way, did you you you've seen the uh, the the what is it? The pilot for VR Troopers with JDF? Yeah. Have you? It's it's in yeah. YouTube. So if you guys have not watched that yet, head over to YouTube and look for uh, Cybertron. Uh, yeah. Cy- yeah, Cybertron pilot. And it's the entire first episode of VR Troopers with JDF. It's yeah. it's crazy. It's like it's something from a different world. You know, they talk about the uh, with the Mandela effect. That's what it feels like. The Mandela effect. Like, was he really there? You know, uh, but it, yeah. it's really cool. It's really cool to see. Yeah. So um, now you've been working with with all these guys. Um, tell us a little bit of your involvement with them. Are you booking them? 
now to for comic shops and and cameo appearances like how does it does this work like if um somebody out there uh viewing this or listening to this later on wants to uh reach out to book one of your guys or or ladies to come and be part of a show how how would we go about this how, like break us down yeah I mean, I'm a pretty approachable guy. You can always find me on Facebook, Brandon J. Benfield. Now, if you send me a friend request, I won't necessarily accept it because I want to know you before I friend you. You know what I'm saying? But like, smart. If you mess, if you message me and we talk on Messenger, like, you know, I'm, you know, I see all the message requests and stuff, and I answer them usually. Same with Instagram. So I mean, it's I have my I, so I have Studio 43 PD as my um, Instagram, Twitter. I I prefer Instagram over Twitter, but you know, and then I've got a fan, I've got a you know whatever a business page on Facebook as well. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it, it, it's day by day because like it, it literally is the production and design. So it's like some days I'll just be sitting here and all of a sudden I'll get approached and say, hey, Brandon, do you, can you make me a logo? Or, hey, Brandon, I need a banner for um, this store appearance. Or, hey, I, I, you know, I just, you know, can you make me a flyer for my appearance coming up for social media? I still do all those, that stuff. And then, yeah, I'm if I'm not doing that. Um, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm sending pitch emails out to comic cons and comic book stores and, and everything. Um, it's, 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 you know, it's, I feel like it never stops. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you've got to be there for your guys and, and, you know, while they're either shooting, you know, whatever they do as actors, or if they're just simply relaxing at home, you know, you're that booking agent for them. You're the one making yes. negotiations and, you know, so that's, that's what I do. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's however. So yeah, feel free to contact me. I mean, if anybody ever wants to, to do that, if they know of, you know, if you're really wanting to meet somebody and you know, you can, if you've got a good relationship with your comic book store person, I'll let you know a little secret. So with the comic book stores, we try to typically get at least two, if not three store appearances per weekend, because that will kind of equate to time that they would spend at a comic con. Of course, so yeah. They 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 wouldn't necessarily just want to go for like a Sunday and then like just wait right around all weekend. You know what I mean? They can they can sign on a Saturday too. We usually try to find something, and usually we try to space them out like an hour to an hour and a half, maybe even two hours if they're up for the drive. Like when it, when I have guys come here to Indianapolis, we will hit Chicago and Ohio as well, just because they're close. Smart, smart. Yeah. So, well, and you know what, New Jersey. Now I'm gonna pull the pull the curtain back a little bit here guys i was talking to brandon uh off air and i told him i said i think it'll be cool to kind of like if if and you guys tell me on the chat if you agree that we should work together like on some of this stuff like i would love to bring his guys out here to jersey um PowCon, uh is happening here at the end of may and we're gonna have walter jones here literally a stone's throw away from my house so um, that's going to be really cool. Me, him and I are going to meet up and probably do something like this, but live in person um, and kind of shoot some some scenes and stuff like that. Um, I know a lot of people are also uh, mentioning Jason Narvi. Yeah, so Jason Narvi. Yeah, so Jason uh, Jason and I are working together. We're working on, on some scripts together and, and a, uh, on a movie together. So we're kind of like trying to piece that together now. But he's another like great person to know. He's actually trying to move out here to the East Coast to uh, Philly. So I'm trying to get him involved or maybe we can package him through and, and, and do a big like, you know, get together. These guys are all, I, I, you know, I think sometimes they forget that they were such a huge part of our childhood and we have money now and jobs. Yeah. So we're willing to pay 
to go see them and spend that time with them and talk to them and get to know them. And sometimes they they don't they don't think like that. They're like, oh, maybe, you know, like Steve was Steve is always like, I don't know if people I'm like, yo, Steve, people love your stories. People want to hear the behind the scenes. It's something that we love. And I think it'll be cool. Like, you know, I'll throw some stuff at you. Um, you know, if you think it'll be a good idea and a good fit, and obviously the money's right for your for your clients and yourself, you know, it's something that we can put together. Especially Power Rangers. I don't know if you agree with me, Brandon, but Power Rangers is is having a huge resurgence. It is like I'm gonna let you speak on this. Yeah. So Power Rangers, I feel like is there's different sides to Power Rangers. So there are those there are those fans who will literally just love everything. Um, I I feel like I'm that way for the most part. I can usually find good in a lot of things. Like I'm not the I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Wild Force, but you know what? I love the cast. Such great people. You know, being able to work with some of those guys has been awesome. Forever Red. You know, you, I always find, I always try to find that diamond in the rough. Whereas like if it's not if it's not good, like you know, let's let's try to find something that's good about it. You know, like Overdrive. A lot of people talk a lot of smack about Overdrive. Well, Overdrive had Once a Ranger. You know, I mean, it, I thought that was a great episode. Yes. Um, you know, so I mean, I, I can find things, you know, that I love about everything. Now, there are a lot of those. Sometimes they're in the Power Rangers universe. I feel like we as fans, we have to love it more. Power Rangers fans and Star Wars fans are very similar in the fact that they have to love their franchise in their head more than what's actually on their plate. Yes. They have to play imagination with it, kind of like the, the, the Lost Boys in Hook, where they start to throw the ice cream and the ice cream isn't there, but we all of a sudden it appears because it's in their imagination. Sometimes there isn't a lot of substance with Power Rangers. It's, it's just, you know, we kind of have basic plot points. You know, there hasn't been a kiss since Tommy and Kim, so obviously there's not a lot of relationship stuff there. So we, we definitely have to play it up in our heads to love it. And I don't think that's a problem. I don't. I, I think if we, if we love something so much, we can look past its faults and, its, and just love it for what it is. And we can just, you know, it's like we put a lot of love and energy that another person might not be able to put into something or someone. I, that's how I kind of feel like Power Rangers can be at times as well. Um, but you're right. I think Power Rangers is starting to have a Marvel and DC type of love for it. I just hope it doesn't, in my uh, my personal opinion, I hope it just doesn't get watered down. Like, I feel bad for Transformers fans because I feel like the movies got really, uh, yeah. you know, run down and watered down. I feel like, now, I'll be honest with you, as a Power Rangers fan, I'm a little scared because I'm afraid they... I don't know anything. No, I, just, I want to preface. I, I'm just a guy. I know nothing. So this is my theory. Lies. Brandon I, knows it all. <laughs> I, I feel like if they were going to say this is the end, this is the final season, we're bringing it full circle. It's dino to dino. It's, it's you know, more. we're doing more about Origins of the Morphin Grid because we're ready to, you know, put a bookend on it. I wouldn't be surprised, but I would be upset because – I, I really feel like Power Rangers is at a good spot. It's getting really good writing, and I feel like if they would just... It doesn't need a complete makeover. It doesn't... Now, as much as the... Two, the 2017 movie, I felt like, deserved more, 
Yes. But it didn't. It wasn't necessarily needed. What I, I now again that doesn't mean I regret that it's there. Or I'm upset that it was there. I loved it. You know the cast. The people that I've met from the cast are nice. But I feel like you know they, when people try to say, well, how can we make Power Rangers more adult, or how can we make Power Rangers more relevant? I really think they really just need to expand it to an hour. That way they can start writing yes. more story. You know what I mean? If they can put more story to it, and you know, we get a, we get a lot of action. The funny thing is, the problem with the 2017 movie is not enough morphing, not enough Rangers in their suits. But there was that was called like an extended amount of time without Rangers in suits. There wasn't the happy medium. But in the show, sometimes all we get is in the suits and not a lot of character development. So if they could just expand it to an hour. Give it the Smallville touch, if you will, or like, you know, like Superman and Lois is fantastic right now. Oh, if amazing. If do that a little bit, just put, give it a little bit more, I think it would be perfect. So now, I'm, I'm with you on that because now the rumor mill has it that we are getting a separation of church and state kind of, right? Yeah. Uh, E1 will be and is planning an animated television sh Power Rangers show while Power Rangers uh, in, in Hasbro and Hasbro Productions are looking to do a live action, more adult like show. So if this is the way it's going, I think I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you with the one hour thing. I, I believe that there is a, a there's a turn and it's going to happen with the movie. I feel like the movie. And now because we have two seasons of Power Rangers Dino Fury. This gives them two years worth of time to take the Power Ranger multiverse. Yeah. Put it all together. Make a great story. Throw it out there. And create this, uh, this new world for us. Right? Where they can separate church and state. And what I mean by that is have your kids version with the fantastic double uh, comedic duo that they always seem to have and do something for us who spend a ton of money on Power Ranger stuff, you know, yeah. and give us that Superman, Lewis and Clark treatment that uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier treatment. You know what I'm saying? Give us give us that that nice uh adult like feel and you don't have to have um you know sex drugs and rock and roll in it but you can have a little bit more of a adult theme so you had power rangers 2017 had that you had that edginess i want that edginess on the show right um one thing that uh i've noticed about dino fury is that they've shied away from the comedic duo even though sometimes jay borg and jane kind of act like it a lot um, this past episode didn't have them involved, yeah, I didn't even think about that until just which now. was great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. They weren't in it. Nobody can. So <laughs> unfortunately, because kids still watch, they got to have yep. that implemented. Um, and I read a lot of, uh, Simon's tweets, uh, who's, you know, involved with the production and everything. And I'm, I'm starting to see a trend where he, even he is trying to push that more older content you know, and, yep. and he, he hints at the stuff like, yeah, we need to have that comedic feel. You have to because of the kids. But it's not as bad as it has been in the last 26 years where they always have a comedic duo that kind of just waters it down and makes it feel corny, you know. Um, but, yeah, I agree I, with you, man. A one-hour thing is good, but, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, see, I, I definitely agree with you. 
I think though they need to start with like instead of starting outward and then like when I say outward a movie and then like it branched from the movie I still think it needs to start from the core so like I, I love what Super Ninja Steel did because they were able to bring in RPM and Dino Charge and Power Rangers like the main storyline and have them all there and then like in Beast Morphers like you see Austin or Jason you know still have the the, the whatever that transdimensional thingy where like he goes yes. you know between the worlds like that's a start like I would actually like to see them take that sit on like build off of that make that your core because at the end of the day it, it's funny I, I think back to a meme there was a meme when the 2017 movie came out there was a meme that showed um, the 2017 Rangers and then it showed like the downcharge Rangers that said you know fans are coming back to the Power Rangers franchise when a lot of us never left you know what I mean mm. so I feel like if they completely hit the reset button, dude, like they will lose fans and you just can't like, you've got to keep your core fan base where they were, what they were doing with the comic books. Um, when they Ugh. kind of branched off of that, yes. it's, it's not, it wasn't bad, but like it, you know, they, they, and I thought it was actually pretty good at first, but like when Kyle Higgins was filling in those gaps of, okay, where, where did Kimberly really go when she went to Florida, they were able to move into a story off of that. Jason, Zach, and Trini, when they went to the Peace Corps, what did they really do? They became the Solar Rangers or Omega yes. Rangers, whatever they're called. If they keep doing little things like that and they can expand that into a movie, like, say, if, you know, if uh, they wanted to do something with the originals and they had a higher budget, put them in a movie. And then, you know, sprinkle maybe some of those, you know, make them kind of like a Nick Fury where Nick Fury would come into yes. a fucking Winter Soldier or something. You know, keep it all in the same thing. And that's how I feel. Yeah, um, I just I just mentioned the Power Rangers will be around for fifty years plus. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I will say this: if they were going to end it on thirty, which I understand, like Power Rangers, you know, nothing lasts forever. Right. If they were going to end it on a thirty, and they like, if they were ending their, um, you know, their whatever their footage usage contract with Toby, however that contract looks, I think it would be cool if they did like for season thirty, do like an All Star season where. Uh, it's like Justice League Unlimited or like if you've got a core team who's like, you know, if you're doing all American footage, then bring back some of the American actors. Yes. End it with this big apocalyptic battle with like a ton of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like no holds bar. Hasbro's got the cash. They own everything now. Of course. Yeah. If, if that's how they wanted to end this and then start over, I might be okay with that. You know what I mean? Like, I get, I, I never want it to end. Like, obviously, we all love this franchise. Yeah, so of much, course. Yeah. But. If it has to come to an end, that's how I think they should do it. Now, that's just my suggestion. The new movie is supposed to be a reset, right, of some sorts. Am I right or wrong about that? They're they're thinking about doing um, some type of reset for it where they kind of just um, touch everything back up and kind of like bring all the different rangers together from different... Like kind of like time travel. Yeah. They time travel. Yeah. So you're right. It, I mean... Man, I I'm now you got it in my head. If in thirty, if it, if thirty, if the thirtieth season is the last one because of their contract with Toy, and then they decide to branch off and do their own thing, great. I just hope it's not like the end. End. I hope that it's just it's uh, obviously they're doing the they're already they already said on their Hasbro uh like year year thing. Uh, they already said that they're definitely starting. They're gonna do an animated series, and they're definitely working on something more adult like so i know they, they they've already put it out in the universe 
So I'm hoping that this means that like, okay, our relationship with Toy is done. Now Hasbro is going to go and give you something for 30 more years, you know? Yeah. Well, like if you notice, if you notice like the, this most previous episode of Rangers, how much Sentai footage is even really used in there anyway? Like, I know. a lot of American. So I think they're still going to use, like if they, like the way I read it was, it just seems like they're not going to use the footage anymore. Still could get the suits, still could get the rubber, you know, suits for the bad guys, but like. They might just want to make their own stories with it. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard. Like, you think about it. I was thinking about this. That they were giving the common, common Rider, uh, you know, the, their 50th anniversary. So they were kind of, like, running down everything on YouTube. Um, and it's kind of crazy. For 50 years, they've been thinking and doing monsters and yeah. reinvent. Like, that's crazy that yeah. every season they have a set of 42 or 52 monsters that they fight. That's insane. And they're always unique. They're always different. These guys are so creative. And I'm hoping that whatever the American output output is of it is as creative. Um, especially since uh, Boom Studios is doing so many amazing things with the Power Rangers uh, storyline and everything that encompasses uh, the story of, of Power Rangers in general is in Insane. Now, are you reading any of the comic books, or are you you're not a big comic book fan? Uh, you know, I got to a point where I was just getting really busy with doing the conventions and doing the stuff. I was I read up to about I read some Draken, but then I got to like ten issues behind, and I'm like, I'm lost. Like, yeah. Then yeah. they started doing my. Then they started doing the um, whatever the next one was the. The second book, not the original, but the it was like my, not Mighty Morphin and then Power Rangers, but then they had two. Remember, they had the one. That yes, they had they had uh, regular Power Rangers and uh, and then like the more kiddish version, not kiddish version, but they were like the younger ones. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I when they split it into two, I was trying to read both of those as well, and I just was like, man, I I, I hate to do this, but I just don't know if I can keep up with it. <laughs> yeah. So they um, they did that yeah. now. They have uh, yeah. two. They have Mighty Morphin, and then they have Power Rangers. So they have the they follow the uh, Omega Rangers in one, and then the original five team with the new Green Ranger in the other. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I did not make it to. I did not make it to the Omega Rangers. So I must have been. I know it was like at the beginning of Draken. Yes. Like, I know that because I didn't really understand the the Evo stuff, you know, or anything. Like I know he had Evo three, which I've got that figure, but. I know I sound like a bad fan, but I just I didn't I didn't I didn't have time to catch up on the book, so I was yeah that was a shattered but... grid, all that yep. stuff and, and and that whole series, they've done an incredible job. They've done an incredible job. Um, that goes without saying. Like they've just they're pushing the the boundary. Their stories are original, and I think that um, the more they get creative, I think the more the television team might start seeing these things and, and getting more creative themselves on how to yeah. encompass what they're doing and and turn it into a live action series um but yeah man uh dude this was incredible today i had so much fun um really quickly i hate to put you in the spot who's your favorite power ranger man see okay that's that's a good question that is a complex question because i have to i have to answer that in certain ways so who uh, so i have to i have to kind of revise your question there uh, like with with like five answers here so it's like <laughs> actor wise who have i worked with and who have i spent the most time ah, with and gotten really close with got it. you know i've gotten super close to you know uh, you know in the years i've gotten really close to walter and steve 
Um, you know, Justin Nimmo is a good friend of mine. Yes. Rory Travis and Jasmine Walia. I've spent so much time with those guys already. Um, you know, uh, Christopher Kamen Lee's a hoot. Um, just a lot of these guys, man. Um, John Tui just is like a brother now, I feel like. It's like, I mean, with him, with a lot of these guys I've gotten to know, I forget that they're Power Rangers because we've just become such good friends. You know what I mean? And I think you understand that, you know? Like yes. Like that here, great too, and such. And so, but actual Power Ranger, I mean, man, it's hard because like growing up, you know, Tommy was everybody's. But if I had to like not be a ball about Tommy, like, and I, if I went like actual like suit, dude, like the Magna Defender suit, I've always thought so cool. Nice. And I, you know, just kind of as a side note, like, I give it a, I give it like a full round of applause, a full compliment to like the, the heavier set people because there's a lot of there's a lot of heavier set fans in this fandom, and for those that are co- that are confident enough to go out and be a quote what I like to call quote unquote fat Power Ranger, it's just amazing. Like <laughs> oh I just God, I, I, I love applaud it. them. It's the it's the highest compliment I can give to somebody. Their their confidence. I love you for it. Like if you do it, like you're amazing and. I don't have that confidence, but like I look at the Magnet Defender suit, I'm like, you know, I might be able to fit into that. Like, you know what I mean? And not look stupid. Like, you know, in my opinion, I, I, I think I would look stupid in like a regular Red Ranger suit. I would but, too. Like, something not like, gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but if I if I wore that, man, it'd be you know I don't know. Like, but I love that suit. I love um, I love uh, like the Silver Super Mega Force suit is amazing. That's aw- such an awesome suit. Um, but yeah, man, just. I, that's, I guess that's kind of like the, the long answer of it, but you know, Jason Font's a great guy too. We've got yes, yes, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think for all of us, we will always have a special attachment to the MMPR group, right? Will yep. that that diamond encrusted suit, the red, you know, the original five colors, obviously green and white. Um, you know, uh, the original five team. Um, even though they only lasted a season and a half. Uh, you always have Walter, Amy, and Austin, you know, they're always going to be original. Um, I've come to also love, uh, Steve and Karen and Johnny because they were part of, of my, uh, adolescence growing up and, and, you know, really loving what was happening in front of me. And even, even now, Brandon, uh, growing up, I got made fun of, uh, bullied, you know, it, it was the thing to do back in the day, uh, I guess, and uh, made fun of a lot because I like watching Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was an easy target. Um, jokes on you, because here I am uh, years later removed from from all that all that crap, getting my ass beat after school by bullies, uh, hanging out with these guys and having a great time and shooting a film and writing scripts and talking to you, Brandon, who's also a huge uh, Ranger aficionado, and you are a celebrity in your own because you do work with all these awesome entities, you know? So the joke's on them because I'm yeah. here sitting proudly, happy, doing these things with people like yourself and all of them, all the actors. So, you know, uh, I think you deserve a round of applause. Let's give them a round of applause, everyone. I'd, you know, for the uh, job well done you've done and everything we do here, man, you know? Uh, Tell us again, really quickly, before we leave the show, where we can find you and how we can. Uh, obviously, don't friend request him unless you know him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to sound all funny when I said that, but you know, it's just one of those things where it's like I, I'm more of a type of guy that you know, if I meet you once at a con, yeah, I'll friend you. But like, it's just like I don't know, or if I work with you on selling a toy or buying a toy, sure. 
But it's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like, man, random random people that I don't know. I'm like, well, but you can message me on my personal page. It's Brandon J. Benfield is what I go by. Um, just, you know, my name there, but with a J in the middle. Um, you can find me um, on my business pages at Studio 43 PD on Twitter and, and uh, Instagram. And then Studio 43 Production Design on Facebook. Um, don't have a lot on my YouTube yet, but hopefully more video footage will be coming soon. Um, and yeah, LinkedIn if you're a professional. Um, contact me anytime if you want to book my guys. Uh, they're all up on there. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I need to update and add a few. But, um, you know, we've, I'm working on that here this week. So, you know, we've got some, uh, hopefully we've got some good, you know, some good signings coming your way, guys. Um, you know, I know we're working on some stuff in California and Las Vegas. Hopefully we can get those that info out to you soon. So, yeah. And uh, again, guys, uh, if anybody listening or watching to this later on in the New York, New Jersey area, we're trying to try to get these guys as well out here. I think it, uh, the, the East Coast needs some Ranger love. Uh, yep. uh, you know, so much so much that I'm working on my end that I'll contact you to see if it if, if it's your needs. Um, we would love to have anyone who um, that you represent. They're always welcome on the show. Uh, you know, to kind of just give us their story. You know, we love to hear stories. We love to know, like, just like you, where everything started and how it got here. So, um, yeah. So I want to thank you, man, for taking the time of the day. I know you're a very busy man to come on here with us today. You are more than welcome anytime you want to come on here and just talk and just have a great time, have fun and whatever you want. Uh, the show's here for you. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for uh, for watching. I will be back again on Thursday, hopefully, <laughs> and um, and definitely Friday for Into the Morphin Grid. Uh, we'll get to talk a little bit more about uh, Dino Fury and what's going on uh, with that show and kind of review and preview uh, the new show that's coming up. Uh, yeah. What do you think's in Void Knight's closet? Dude. Something about the past. I feel like something something's leading up to something big like a reunion or or something or like a he's bringing someone back you know i think that uh simon and them have something in their back pocket uh something in there has to do with a plot twist that's gonna end season one like where it's gonna leave you jaw dropped until uh season two begins and obviously they're gonna have to do it that way right because you know that's how we do it if they happen to open up pandora's box before the season one ends i would be shocked you know we want like season one of beast morphers it ended with um them finding out that uh the dad was uh Vengex, right yeah 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 so we want something like that like i want cr something crazy <laughs> you know i want something crazy too but i I don't know why. I just I think it's I, just, I I'm a little bit less enthusiastic about it. Maybe I I just think it's the Gold Ranger of the season. Oh yeah, that too. You think he's working on him? Yeah, I think he's. You know, I don't know what route they're gonna take with it, but I think he's either got him captured. I really thought it was Gold Ranger this season or this episode because they they got the Pink Ranger's morpher. So I'm wondering like, oh, are they gonna give that morpher to the Gold Ranger? He's gonna be evil for a little bit. Like you know, I don't know. But that's my guess. But I, like I would like that. I would I like, like that if if they do if they do a Gold Ranger style Green Ranger who was evil, you know, gold with envy, <laughs> kind of <laughs> instead of green with envy, gold with yeah. envy, <laughs> you yeah. know, that would be dope. Like, yeah, 
is now do you know for sure in the sentai was he uh evil before he before he joined you know i should follow more sentai than i do but i don't know however if they're like what we saw this past episode how they're not doing a lot with footage with with japanese footage i mean they could just do a five episode or three episode or two episode run <sighs> he's evil for a while God. and no. you know and that's the thing it's no holds bar now i mean i feel like beast morphers set the tone like yes bro hasbro showed us uh what they're made of with beast morphers and with you know bringing rpm in that back to you know into that so i mean yeah it's it's crazy nice well ladies and gentlemen i think this thursday or friday we might get into this thanks to uh brandon i'm stealing your idea of what's uh what's behind pandora's uh box there behind the door i think the gold ranger they say the gold ranger was never evil um okay. unless they switch it up which they very well can um right. by the way did you like what they did with the green ranger ripping the skirt off you know okay so yes like okay th this is where oh, can i give you my full opinion on this do like, it do, it's, we don't have to end the show just go <laughs> okay so all right let me get into it so before before i get into this i want to say that this is not i'll just get into it and then i'll explain so <laughs> It makes me wonder, like, okay, so she rips the skirt off, right? I'm like, but would you have to do that every time? Because, like, you know, like, when you we've seen before when Rangers morph, they get their helmets bashed in, like, in final episodes, or, like, they are hurt. Or let's even say, you know, like, let's go all the way back to Billy, right? Dude couldn't fight with a jack as Billy in the first few episodes, but when he morphed, he was kicking butt. So, like, wouldn't you think that she'd have to rip that skirt off every time she morphed? I think that's Ooh. where you get into some technical... A continuation. But, yeah, a continuity issue. But, you know, we all know why she turned off. You know, and it was a really cool female empowerment thing, which I fully support, by the way. It was really cool that they were able to do that. But we all know behind-the-scenes technical stuff, you know, the Sentai version was a male. So, they, you know, if they're going to pull footage from that, they're going to need to not have a skirt on the girl. So, I understand both parts. But, and again, I... I'm going to give you my opinion on what I think is going to happen, and I, I want to share kind of how I feel about that. So I wonder, so for some things that I've, I've kind of been hinted at behind the scenes that I can't say, and from what I've seen, I'm wondering if they're her, the first television lesbian ranger. Oh. Because of what she's into and the kind of how the way she is. She's very tomboyish. I, I see the, that. I saw that, and not to interrupt you, when what her attitude and how strong mm -hmm. she is that um that kind of that kind of brought it out to me too that same that same thought that same yeah. thought and so kind of i guess my feeling on that would be if they were to introduce a uh, an lgb uh, an alphabet uh, you know ranger if they were going to yeah. do that i would be supportive of it 100% but i would also be upset and here's why because we haven't had a chance to really explore. Again, I, I said this earlier, Tommy and Kim, that's the last time we saw Power Rangers kiss, right? So there hasn't really been a lot of exploration when it comes to relationships. It's been very, very minute, very basic. So it, sexuality with any Ranger hasn't really been relevant. Like Correct, it hasn't right. really been, yeah. like I said, it's 20 minutes long. You beat, you know, you, you have tiny little plot points. You morph beat the bad guy and shows over so it, it doesn't really leave a lot of room for relationships 
whether they're straight, gay, you know, or right. whatever. And and I feel like if they're going to introduce an LGBTQ um, ranger, I feel like they need to do the hour thing first, like I said, because we could get more time to then explore that realm, that character development of every ranger. Right. I mean, you know, I know we saw white and yellow ninja steel date, and then we saw like uh, gold and yellow beast morphers. They were dating, but like there wasn't a lot of buildup with their relationship. So, I mean, I, I would just I think that, that they need to dive a little bit more into storytelling before they do something like that. Steve but always again, complained about always, that. What's that? Steve always complained about that not having yeah. any story behind anything. Yep. So, and again, I would be fully supportive of it if, it, if you know, like I, I would not complain. I wouldn't, you know, I know there's a lot of people that be upset, you know, maybe, it, you know, like, well, whatever. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe everybody would be inclusive of it. I mean, I've always said this to, like about things like Power Rangers is always been real, a real big support for those communities and um, the special needs communities because of color, of inclusiveness, of everything. So that's what I love about Power Rangers is there's something for everybody. Um, and that's important. I love that. I love that. Hey, man, that's a perfect explanation. And I agree with you. If we're going to get into any big reveals or anything like that, I think having a buildup to a story or whatever should be done correctly. Kind of like the, the, um, the 2017 movie, yep. you know, so we had there wasn't a lot of morphing. There was a lot more backstory. They should have they should have evened it out, but you know it is yeah. what it is. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. And uh, I, I I I mean I would love to dive in more and think of what they're doing. Um, and I'm hoping that this season kind of breaks barriers and doors down to kind of like push where we're going. So I'm glad that you know stuff that you can't tell us. That makes me happy. <laughs> you know the funny the funny thing is, is that I don't know much. I don't know much of anything more than you. Like that's all I can say. Like the, I, I don't even know if that's the right answer. Um, obviously I couldn't tell like who I've talked about it with, but like he's been or the person has been like, you know this, you know I, I can see the community being shook up like this because something big's gonna happen. Literally all they've really said to me, and like that's kind of been like, I wonder if it's that, you know. So I mean like it's it's been wow. my own speculation. So. Crazy. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. though, man. Hey, Brandon, once again, man, don't go anywhere after I end the show, but uh, um, I usually just kind of just put it on the uh, away screen after we're done here. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you all for tuning in today. Uh, make sure you to check out uh, gotyoursixapparel.com for all of your uh, uh, apparel needs and all that good stuff. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about what's new and what's coming to the store um, this Thursday and Friday. Uh, Brandon, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time and, and I had a ton of fun for you guys in the, uh, on the stream, uh, you can catch him, um, you know, like get all his info online. Like he just mentioned before on his Instagram studio, 43 PD. And, uh, in case you want to like reach out and see if we can book him and his, uh, and his clients to any location near you, make sure you just to hit him up. He's, he's, he just said he's approachable. Just hit him up. Yeah. Um, Brandon. Definitely. Guys, thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate you. And um, hey, Brandon, thanks again for uh, joining us. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Guys, I'll see you Thursday. Love you all. Thank you again. Bye.